1: Only the transformation from illness to wellness were as simple as changing the spelling. Just change I to we, and we go from ill to well. Well, at the very core, there is a profound truth to be found in that magic spell. By myself, my capacity for transformation is quite limited. I tend to repeat the same choices day after day and remain fundamentally on the same path year after year. My choices are limited by the available resources in my physical and cultural environment, as well as internally by factors such as my awareness, my attitudes, my thinking, my knowledge, my experience, and my wisdom. But, in God's wisdom, we were not placed alone, each on a separate planet. We have the benefit of interacting with family and community as well as finding teachers and mentors to guide us through the challenges we face in our personal development, spiritual growth, and physical healing. When I contemplate the course of my life, it is punctuated by those guides and mentors who opened my world to new worlds of possibility and wonder, says Dr. Glenn. Valeria Tellez interviews Dr. Glenn Swartout, co-author of Transforming Your Life, Volume 4, 18 incredible stories showing the strength of the human spirit. Dr. Glenn Swardout is the wizard of wellness, medical empath, formulator, eye doctor, best-selling author, speaker, and developer of the clinical theory of everything. Dr. Glenn Swardout graduated magna cum laude with honors in environmental earth sciences and chemistry from Dartmouth College. He received his doctorate at the top of his class in vision science with honors in optics as well as leadership, being inducted into both Beta Sigma Kappa and the Gold Key Honor Societies. He interned at the State University of New York in Manhattan, where he trained at the largest outpatient vision clinic in the world. He served as editor, vice president, and president of the American Optometric Student Association, serving 4,000 international student doctor members. He is the author of over 50 professional papers, books, and software programs. His first professional office was in Tokyo, Japan. For the last 30 years, Dr. Glenn Swardout has focused on developing a system of accelerated self-healing. The process starts with a biocommunication called biofield analysis, which he developed out of a variety of German electrodiagnostic techniques. His healing ministry now spans the globe with healing clients on every inhabited continent. The methods optimize the innate healing potential of your body, independent of particle symptoms of diagnoses. He has helped thousands of people get off drugs and avoid surgery. Dr. Glenn Swordout is also available as a guest speaker and as a consultant. In his energy research, he rediscovered the frequency known in ancient China and Tibet, as the dominant harmonic frequency of nature. Meet Dr. Glenn at acceleratedselfhealing.com and remedymatch.com. Here's the interview with Dr. Glenn Swartout.
0: In your own words, who is Glenn Swordout?
2: Aloha. <laughs> I, I'm Glenn Swartout and uh, just had my 66th birthday. And uh, it's every year is is a real blessing because when I was about 30 years old, I discovered that I was dying of mercury poisoning from my dental fillings. And uh, was over ninety nine percent chance of being dead before the age of forty, so I've uh, I like to say I've ex- exceeded my expiration date now. Mm-hmm. By yeah, twenty six mm-hmm. years and yeah, uh, yeah, actually getting healthier over time, which is our body is designed to heal itself, and I always believed that I grew up in a family that was oriented to healing, natural healing, and uh, so I've. Uh, been forced to to implement that path in an extreme way and it's led to just amazing insights and discoveries about how the body works how healing works and even about the truth about science which is not really well understood in in the conventional uh, realm it's like the sciences are all kind of divided and each each type of science doesn't really understand or talk to the other the next uh, the next category over there in different departments in the universities. And, um, so I like to, to see how it all relates together because it it really, uh, actually makes things simpler. It's, you know, science is very complex, but there's a simplicity behind it all because it all comes from one universe, one creation, which I see as a living, a living sentient universe. I have. Too many questions now
0: already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, when you speak of natural healing, for those who don't know or want some clarity on what that is, how would you describe what natural healing is?
2: Well, the body is self healing by its nature, how it's designed to, you know, it, it's self organizing. It grows itself, it, it heals itself. If you have a cut, it's not a band aid that heals the cut, it's the body actually forms new cells called granulation tissue, and that fills in the cut. And let's say it's on your fingertip where there's these little uh, fingerprint uh, ridges. It it knows exactly how to reproduce those even though they've been, you know, damaged, destroyed. So it has a a blueprint that's, you know, it's in the genetics, uh, but it's also in, it's expressed through the field, the energy field. Like how does, let's say the liver you can cut out 99% of the liver, and there's a, if there's a little bit of tissue left, and if the rest of the body is healthy, you can regrow the entire liver. How does it know how to how to grow that? How does a blood vessel know how to regrow if it's been cut, or a nerve can can regenerate? So it, it grows according to it grows into an energy field. And there's been some amazing uh, exploratory research with uh, with the energy fields uh, to regrow. Start to regrow limbs, even in humans, where, say, in a salamander, they just naturally can grow, regrow a limb when it's cut off. So, humans have that ability too, but it depends on creating the environment that, that supports and nurtures and guides the growth and, and healing.
0: Mm. Yeah, creating the environment. That is, would you say that that's key? And how do we learn to create that environment, Glenn? From intuition, I would say, from a, also that natural flowing state. Of Absolutely. knowing.
2: Intuition is, is very powerful, and it, we have it for a reason. You know, We're designed designed to be survivors. When we have an intuition that we should do something or not do, do something, that's coming from, it's bubbling up into our conscious level from the subconscious and unconscious, which there's, we know that there's so much more information that's processed at a biological level than we are aware of at a conscious level. So intuition is that transition from the biological awareness and information into our conscious awareness. And so if we attend to our our gut feelings, our emotions, our thoughts and insights and and feelings and intuitions and uh, foresight if we if we tune into that on a regular basis and we actually live from that, we take action from that, we enter a, a state of greater flow and ease rather than having to decide which means to kill the alternative. Uh, you know, deciding is using a small part of the consciousness, the the left brain, the logic, the reason, which is an important part as well. but but you know, we should also, uh, apply this meditation and, and contemplation which is more open-ended to, to allow the entry of that deeper information from the biology from, and from the field in which we live. We're, we're a fractal part of the entire universe which, as I mentioned in the beginning, I believe is a sentient being of which you know it's, it's said in spirituality that we are cells in God's body. If, and if we look at this, the structure of the cosmos. And then look at the structure of the brain the two are are fractal they're identical they're they're just at different scales so we're part of this living universe and if we are open to the connection we allow ourselves to flow with that rather than you know there's the saying of we create our own universe well yes we have a mind that's capable of creating our own mental universe and when that universe is at odds with the, the, the real reality around us. Now we're in conflict. There's disharmony. There's disease. If we allow ourselves to flow with the universe and, and serve the greater good, serve the, the people around us, then uh, there's harmony and, and, and ease and a sense of meaning. There's purpose. And that is our purpose is to serve.
0: That's a, an idea that I have been reflecting upon for a long time. I have been writing about about healing in how, if there's one organism wholeness as we call it, the universe, whatever it is that we believe in, how can the parts heal themselves if the whole somehow it's ill. I often wonder that because we can try to cure or heal cancer cells from our bodies, but then if the environment keeps being intoxicated and polluted, then we'll become ill again.
2: Yeah, so you know, my background is in, in vision and eye care. And so uh, for 40 years, I've been working with, uh, I started with discovering that i would go blind by the age of 50 if i followed the, the traditional western approach to treating disease which really just treats the symptoms of disease not the causes so it's interesting it's like wag the dog you know the tail wagging the dog we're treating the symptoms by suppressing them we're saying oh symptom bad bad i don't like that symptom. it's <laughs> like like killing the messenger we're not not listening uh, to the intuition true. our body's trying to you know ring the alarm bells and we say oh That alarm bell is loud and bright and noisy i don't like it it's uncomfortable i'm going to unplug it or turn it off or cover it with tape or you know cut the wire it's like no 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 it's 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 telling you you need to do something different and so the the yeah like you were saying for the eyes the eyes don't get sick in a healthy body so it's it's just doesn't happen But if the body is sick, then the eyes can get sick as well. The eyes are dependent on circulation and nerve function and immunity and all the different functions, nutrition from digestion, et cetera. And so if we want to heal a sick eye, we have to heal the whole person. And how do we heal? If the body is sick, there's something missing. We need something. And what what do we need? We don't need something that's a, a synthetic toxin called a drug that never existed for our, our ancestors' genetic history that's not rational. <laughs> There's a good, good application of rationality and reason. A drug can't heal. <laughs> it never existed before. Uh, so what we're missing is, is elements of nature. We've really removed ourselves from, from the natural environment in many ways. If we look at, for example, nutrition, with the since the uh, green revolution, they call it, of of. Chemical fertilizers, NPK fertilizers, there's no MG in magnesium put on the on the field each spring when they spread the manure. And we've stopped doing that. And so there's no magnesium going into the soil. Whatever magnesium is in the food is being mined out of the soil. And now the magnesium in the soil is almost gone. Magnesium in the food is almost gone compared to what it was for our ancestors. So our, our bodies are depleted in magnesium and it's a major, majorly important mineral. There's many important minerals and vitamins that are just not in the diet as they should be, not in the food. Even when the food looks beautiful and, and weighs enough to, you know, to, for farmers to make money in commerce, they're selling it by the pound, not by the nutrient content. So, so we need organic. We need to go back to, you know, to proper methods of, of farming where, the, where there's a cycle. Of re- regeneration of the of the land of the soil of the nutrients in the soil. If we look at the species and the varieties of food that are grown, we they're mostly you know even even not getting into GMO and you know the toxins that are put in the food that way, but just the the commercial varieties of food that makes up most of our diet uh, compared to the heirloom varieties, the heirloom varieties have many more phytochemicals. Phytonutrients and and many of those we we haven't recognized as vitamins, which means it's something that's vital for life. But yet they are. But the things that we recognize, you know, as a culture, as a government, we recognize as vital nutrients as vitamins, are because if we don't have them, we suffer from acute disease symptoms, beriberi or scurvy or right. But what about something like lutein and zeaxanthin for the If we don't have it, we go blind, but it takes a long time and we get macular degeneration, the the leading cause of what's called irreversible blindness in our modern culture didn't exist 150 years ago. It's new because of the changes in our diet and removing ourselves from that natural cycle. But yet we're seeing for the last 30, 35 years that people with this leading cause of what the textbooks call irreversible blindness the people we work with are reversing that blindness. Whether it's even the worst type, wet macular degeneration. This in the past week, we've we've had two two clients who the 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 images, the OCT tomography images, which is you know like a, a scan of the back of the eye where you can see the cellular structure, where they're improving, they're they're healing, because we're what we're doing is we're asking the body. Rather than rather than looking at the structure, saying okay, we'll call it this disease because of the shape, the structure, the structure is malformed, so it's this disease category. Okay, well the structure is a fossil of past function. What we look at for healing is not the dysfunction or the poor shape or the the imbalanced chemistry, which is also a structural component that's a, a fossil of past function. We look at the current function. Which we basically ask the body function is energetic and it's informational. It's what's happening, what the body's doing, what the body's intending in order to heal. So the the and it's not just a body. Just a body is dead, right? A cadaver is a body, but when we have the spirit in the body, having an in body experience, I like to call it then we have con- we have consciousness and we have consciousness not only at our organismic level of the whole person that we're aware of, but every cell is a living being and it has its own cellular level of consciousness. And we call that ep- epigenetics. Now there's a term for it. You know, homeopathy has talked about, uh, about miasms and the inheritability of that. And that's epigenetics. So it's, it's something that we've known as, as healers, we've known about for a long time, but it, the beauty of, of, you know, a tremendous development in, in the sciences is, is there is a lot of knowledge there, but uh, with if you just have the knowledge, that's actually a dangerous thing. Look at mm. some of the things yeah. we do with our knowledge. <laughs> we make True. GMOs and we hurt ourselves more. But if we take the next step beyond knowledge and put it together into wisdom, make the discernment of what's good for us, what's not good for us, make the discernment of, okay, my mind is a powerful thing and I can decide that this person has this blinding eye disease. And I look at the, the culture and it says, oh, there's no treatment for that. It's just going to get worse. Or the treatments are actually damaging like lasers and injections. Or I can say, well, gee, 150 years ago, this didn't exist when people ate a different diet, when the culture was different. It only exists in modern culture, not in in populations that are still uh, eating a natural diet of whole foods from the land and so the solution is we're missing we're, we're nature deficient is the ultimate the better diagnosis for every disease why do i say every disease because if we could say there's there's many causes of disease you know there's damage and injury right trauma that's and trauma at a psycho emotional level at a spiritual level is trauma every trauma causes injury to the body and toxicity is a trauma it's a chemical trauma to the body it causes injury at a chemical level but every trauma like that in order to heal it we need something from nature we need something that's nutritive we need something that's uh, that's natural from a plant medicine you know even animals when they're sick they'll start eating different herbs in the field and and they'll heal themselves, and that's how some cancer medicines have been discovered. Watching horses that had cancer, oh, they're eating these herbs, let's give those herbs to people who have cancer, yeah, oh, if that heals them, <laughs> right? So, yeah. So we've learned how to, several different methods of listening to the body, asking the body what its intention is, what the body is trying to do to heal. The first way that I learned to do that was that was really direct is called German diagnostic electroacupuncture where we could measure at the acupuncture points of the body the energy level the energy flow whether the energy is low or, or too high too high it's inflamed too low it's degenerative or whether there's a blockage where the energy isn't sustained it flows a little bit but there's something jamming it up so it's something that doesn't belong that's not Ionized, It doesn't have the proper quantum energy, the right light frequencies to, to create a le- an electrical charge so the body's energy, which is electrical, can move it out of the way. And, and so now we're able to that, – that you can only do in person. Uh, so for many years, that's how I worked. But uh, then I learned from other doctors how they would test clients who are, are at a distance, you know, if they can't get into the office or they're far away or they're traveling – i had moved to the West Coast, had clients still back on the East Coast, and it was just amazing to see how even sometimes in the process of communicating remotely with the client's body, mind, spirit, we'd find out later, they wouldn't know what time a day we were testing, we just found out, you know, the child was sick, and, and they'd find out, oh, well, at the exact time that we were testing was when the child's fever broke, or when a symptom cleared. And that doesn't happen every time, but it's often enough to realize that the communication itself is a healing process. We're asking the body what what are the stresses that you're trying to deal with? what What are the stress reactions the body's showing if if liver if a sample, a, a homeopathic sample of of healthy liver tissue from a biodynamically raised cow, if the body responds to that with a stress, then we know the liver is stressed because it's healthy liver tissue. It should not be a stress reaction unless the liver is expecting to be called on. It's like the liver's on call. It's like, yes, yes, I know you, you need energy, you need help. I'm, 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 on, I'm on call, I'm ready to, to react. And when we can find, let's say an herb or a nutrient that we, we bring that into the field, and and now the liver no longer responds with us to the call you know are you stressed we know that we've put the liver in a state of coherence where it's capable of responding to that need for healing without stressing it has the that bit of nature the right quantum energy because ultimately every chemical is just energy or or how it interacts, is the electromagnetic interaction. That is the only interaction is electromagnetism. You know, in physics, the only other thing is gravity, and they don't know what gravity is. It's just a form of electromagnetism that is not understood yet, or a form of communication that's not understood yet. Uh, There's there's actually physicist uh, Nassim Harameen that's got a theory that actually makes a lot more sense than, and is more accurate than the the standard model. That's how he sees it, uh, understands it. It's every Every atom, every uh, every uh, proton in the nucleus of an atom actually is in communication with every other proton in the in the visible universe. The universe could be infinite, we don't know. but the part that we can see is the part that the proton sees as well. So it's a consciousness that's conscious of the world of protons, of its relationship to that entire world. And so there's uh, gravity is is the connection. The, the power of being connected, and that there's a lot of protons in the earth, so we're connected to that and uh, drawn to it.
0: How do you define balance in this case when it comes to healing? Is there such a thing as a destination for balance or healing? Y-
2: yes, it's a dynamic balance. You know, we call it home- homeostasis in physiology, in in the electroacupuncture uh, measurements there's a measurement that's balanced with, with a proper acupuncture treatment or the right remedies. It brings all of the acupuncture points into that same level of, of energy flow. And so it's, there's, it, it becomes, the body becomes a coherent state where every, it's like instead of different parts of the body trying to deal with their own things, their own stresses, it's one team all working together in unison. And, you know, it's just like the mind. If we're, if we're with one focus, we're not divided, our attention is not divided, we're not multitasking, we're so much more coherent and effective and efficient, and we get the job done. So we find that the body will heal what it's trying to heal in in one month, if it has that state of coherence. And then it's when it's done, then the spirit is going to To seek out what's the next level that I can take this to with with healing, with my life, with my intention, with the the goals that I have, the activities I'm doing. We'll call on certain pathways and certain ones maybe are blocked, not functioning properly. And it'll send healing energy attempting to correct those. And if we're in a natural environment, that's where we'd have the intuition to, I want to taste that leaf there. Mm, And and just, you know, or the smell that flower. Uh, like like how how uh, flower essences started with a, a doctor who tried to commit suicide by starving himself, going out in nature, and he wound up communing with with the flowers, and the flowers healed his his emotions and his psyche, and so he spent the rest of his life mm. researching that.
0: Yeah, I guess I asked the question because I have been in good health for a long time. I don't have a lot of health issues, and not that I'm aware of. But then my mother-in-law moved in recently, and then the body, it just reacted in such an unhealthy way that I don't feel well. It's almost like uh, clogs and uh, something's inflamed. And, of course, my intuition is splaying apart here. And then I went to buy some vegetables, as you said, that I, I was not eating. And then I made a, a vegan stool and I wonder what that is, because it's very powerful. I wonder if that also has to do with stress, of course, of the change, because it has been a big change. And then my husband, too, he's not sleeping well. For those who are going through chains like this, somebody moving in their house, and is that something that has also something to do with the thinking, <laughs> the patterns of thinking, like almost like oh, a, yeah. a resistance? Because I feel like the mind it's conditioned to resist to that change is that what is creating all this chaos in the body
2: yeah the well the body and the spirit the mind is kind of like the the relationship the connection between the body and the spirit right it's the two are not separate the two each each one affects the other if our body is let's say if if a person's liver is stressed they're going to they may get angry because of that more easily and and uh, express it at whatever whoever is in their in their environment and vice versa if a person is is angered about something frustrated and angry that's going to put stress on the liver gallbladder wood element system uh, as is understood in oriental medicine that the different organs are the seats of the different emotions so if we're if we're worrying and thinking about having to think about oh well, what how is this going to work out I'm having you know this conflict or a challenge or I have to make this change the thinking modality relates to the earth element so that can stress the sp- the spleen and pancreas, which relates to the immune system, spleen immune system regulates inflammation, which you mentioned, the and and the pancreas is a major, most sensitive regulator of our digestion. So that can throw everything off.
0: Would you say that this is, would be like a, um, a mini diagnosis, Dwayne? What you just said?
2: Yeah, it's to me, it's it's like the the five elements of Oriental medicine and how they, especially how they relate. Uh, like not only to the organs, which is more commonly looked at, but also to the consciousness and and the emotions uh, and the development of consciousness. To me, that's been a a profound influence on how I understand and uh, the body and healing and the person, what they're going through. Uh, I would call it one of the key dimensions of healing is uh, the relationship between the consciousness, the emotions, the organs, and the, the five elements of oriental medicine. So it's, it's sort of an oriental diagnosis that I feel is very important to add to the Western view. The Western view of anatomy and chemistry and physics is profound as well. And, and again, there's, we've learned so much, like just about the structure of water, how living water in the body is a whole different structure and energy pattern than what we understood in school as bulk water.
0: If I can simplify that, it is because everything is connected. So there's nothing that's separate, that
2: works separately, right? Yeah, the spirit affects the body, the body affects the spirit, the mind is in the middle, (laughs) taking Uh. blows from both sides.
0: (laughs) The body affects the spirit because the body is the vessel.
2: exactly. You know in in the western modern view it's sort of the brain is everything just like in the in the cell the the nucleus the dna was thought of as everything as the control system but really it's 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 not it's just one link in the chain we have you know our senses vision and hearing to to sense the environment out and smell outside the body and of course touch and taste and kinesthetic you know muscle sense in the body And then there's the emotions, which is a sense that, again, comes from the organs, internal organs of the spirit that inhabits that area. If we suppress an emotion, we're also suppressing the function of of that organ as well.
0: I love, love your wisdom and how you communicate that wisdom. It's so clear. Thank you, Glenn, for being well, open it's, it's, to
2: life. <laughs> it's it's a it's a testament to the body and body and spirit, the healing process as a teacher because it comes from forty years of listening to people and and listening to their energetic body, their spirit body of what it's doing. It's just so fascinating to me. It's it's always always just interesting and makes intuitive sense. And when we find the remedies that balance it out, I can, uh, being kinesthetic, being a feeler, I can feel. I can feel. Oh, that's that's good. That feels good. That's so much better, you know. Even though the person's three thousand miles away, and and they start feeling better again. Sometimes, often, even when the remedies are on the way to them, because the information is already there. Because we are connected. We're connected instantaneously with each other. Like studies on remote healing, where people pray for another person. All they have is a photograph of the person, not the name, the diagnosis or the address. And yet the people who are prayed for, where healing intention is sent to them through their photograph by other people, they, in all the studies, they heal faster and better. Wow. So, amazing. so our thoughts are so powerful.
0: Yeah. It transcends belief systems, right, Glenn?
2: Ab- absolutely. The person... The- in those studies, they're done with control groups. So half of the people are not being having a healing intention and the other half are. And so they don't know which group they're in. So whatever their beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You are the co-author of Transforming Your Life, Volume 4, 18 incredible stories showing the strength of the human spirit. You sent it to me, the article, and I read what caught my attention. And one of the things that caught my attention here was when you talked about that sense of identification with the divine and transcendent, that caught my attention in a sense of Kind of getting to understand myself in the audience, what it feels like when you have that sense, when you had or you have, like, for example, now, what does it feel like to be identified with the divine?
2: It's, it's just, I think uh, it's a difficult thing to put into words because yeah. words are yeah. sort of separations of right. part part of the, the fullness of reality. But it's a sense of of the inner and the outer not being different or separate. It's a mm. oneness. It's mm. a it's a unifying mm. sense. So it's a transcendent kind of transformational sense of of flow. There's no there's no stress in that. There's not. Oh, this is hard. No, it's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's miraculous and wonderful uh, and freeing, and also and also uh, just fascinating and uh, inspiring and uh, just opens the mind to that everything. Maybe possible, everything good.
0: Mm. I love that. I love the description, although it's not possible to describe, but it resonates true. And this is something that we practice, that you have practiced to get to or it just happens
2: well that that early experience was something that just happened for me uh but it's it's a theme in my life I mean certainly the type of work that I do where I'm tuning into a person at a distance through their photograph and their history and their symptoms I'm I'm taking on their the that relationship with them as a a surrogate as an empath I'm feeling their feelings in my body in a sense that's a, a very meditative state to to achieve that. So, having practiced that so many thousands and thousands of times, it's become very easy. but it's also it's also just a a sense of serving this other person. Uh, so it's you know when we serve, we receive from the we're serving the universe. we're also res- opening up the ability to receive the support, the flow, the energy, the inspiration, you know for that service. So, it It can be just such a a heightened state where you know our own challenges and and symptoms are are no longer present in that moment. That's another
0: powerful and true message to me, yeah that service is a practice, isn't it? It's a spiritual yeah, practice. Yeah, there,
2: there's an interesting uh, twist on, you know, healers often talk about if they he- are working on someone very intensely who has a very intense condition, sometimes they experience the symptoms of that person, right? And there's this idea, the common idea is that they're sort of Taking on that person's other person's healing, and I've come to a a, a a slight variation of that that I think is is closer to the deeper truth. That actually, what's happening is in the process of resonating with that other person, whatever we share, the challenges that we share, maybe at a deeper level that are not at a level of awareness, not a level that we're healing, we they come up to a level of active healing and awareness. So we're actually healing ourselves. While, while feeling that similar uh, feeling that the other person is, is feeling I experienced that with with lupus working on a client who's actually dying of lupus and and I had you know some of the same underlying uh, triggers like mercury toxicity and so I had the capacity to go there into the, that realm of symptoms and realized no this is it's not it's not that oh i have to protect myself from the other person's energy is that oh i'm i'm serving myself as well by you know going through these sim- symptoms are are uh, in homeopathy they're described as the expression of the vital force in its attempt its best attempt given the resources at hand to heal so they're expressions of healing which is why western medicine is so so des- destructive of health because we suppress with toxins that block the those pathways block those healing pathways where homeopathy or other other forms of of stimulatory medicine turns on additional pathways other parallel pathways we recruit more help rather than saying bad mm. go away die <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah another true message to me we see that uh, so often that Anything that people feel, they take a um, pill for it. They want it to, yeah, shut down and the symptoms, which is the messenger, right?
2: Yeah. So here's the, this: if you have that pill, the safest way to take it is, is put it in a little uh, bag, <laughs> a Ziploc bag <laughs> yes. in your pocket. So it's yeah. in the body field because there is often something healing about the quantum energetics of, of that medicine, that synthetic, but but it's not, the chemistry is what's toxic. So like people with migraine, if they if they do that with their migraine, their Caffergot medicine, put the pill in their pocket, they generally will not get a migraine. But if it's in the purse or in the suitcase, briefcase, they'll get a headache and have, feel they have to take the, the drug.
0: How do you um, work with your clients, new clients? What is the initial step? Did they meet you online? Yeah, talk to me about yeah, that.
2: Yeah, yeah, so the, uh, a great way the best way to, to uh, start is we have a, a website that's called Accelerated Self Healing, uh, past tense accelerated self healing.com. And on that site, there's actually a page about the, the book that, that uh, the, this most recent book that's uh, been an international bestseller. And I've got a chapter in there that tells my story. And I also have a, a free webinar on that same site. It's about 44 minutes long, uh, and that also goes through the story of my my experiences, some of the amazing experiences I've had that we haven't even gotten into—out of body, near death experiences, oh meeting angels, <laughs> telling telling me <laughs> personal prophetic prophecies that came true two to t- twenty years later in my life. So it's you'll find that interesting. And at the end of that uh, that webinar you'll uh, there's a link offered to set up a a free uh, talk with with me and uh, so then we can get together and and either on uh, you know on a video chat or on phone whatever's comfortable and uh, see what your story is and uh, we can share how we've you know seen healing and those kind of things again conditions that uh, that the medical system says oh that's impossible I had a woman who, was, uh, who had cataracts and glaucoma. She was trying to stay out of surgery because she had had a surgery for glaucoma in one eye and almost went blind because of it. A, 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 there's a reaction that some people have in both eyes when one eye is cut. So she you know, knew she was at extreme risk from any kind of invasive treatment. And I worked with her for a number of years and, and kept her vision going. And in the process, uh, when she went, we weren't, she had never told me she had a heart condition. She didn't think of it. She had had it for 30 years and, you know, it was just a stable mitral valve prolapse. And, uh, when she went back to her Harvard trained cardiologist and he listened to her heart and the valve had healed itself, he, he was kind of, he was amazed. He was flabbergasted. He told, he told her, if i had not been your cardiologist for all these 30 years and remember hearing that your heart myself i would have said absolutely no question you were misdiagnosed in the beginning because this does not heal and she was in her late 80s we who knows my 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 conclusion is we don't know what we can't heal because we haven't been trying we've been we've been be- believing in a cultural system of disease care not health care that's that's you know kind of a culture of death, culture of of extracting. You know, our whole commerce is based on extracting uh, the life force of other people. And hopefully, we'll find a, a better way <laughs> to 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 interact in the future. For now, we're kind of dependent. I, I actually retired from commerce a long time ago. I, I chose a vow of poverty, so I don't I don't actually get paid anything for this work except for the joy. The amazing experience, the learning, you know, gaining wisdom. Uh, but we we do have to charge for the you know for the remedies. There's material costs for that. We have to charge for the services because there's other people and overhead expenses involved. But uh, yeah, that's that's how we how we get started, and uh, it doesn't require leaving home in order to uh, get our third opinion <laughs> and and design a program of of natural remedies mostly uh, capsules or tablets, not tablets, but capsules or powders or liquids, depending on, on the ingredients, uh, that will int- reintroduce the, the right quantum energies, the right material substances from nature, nutrients and, and botanical substances, that for that month are going to accelerate the body's healing to get the job done that it's trying to do. Otherwise, we can be stuck trying to heal something for 20 years because we don't have the right ingredient it's like if you're trying to fix your house and you're missing the blueprints. Well, that's like the epigenetics having the right energy field the information field Uh, missing the materials the the nutrients like i don't have the bricks to fix that wall or we need the energy to to which is like the labor we need the enzymes the 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 laborers we need the right All the right ingredients, and then things progress very rapidly.
0: I do have a different website. I will have the other one, too, I think I have on your other interview. But I have the remedymatch.com. Can I have both of them,
2: those two websites? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. RemedyMatch.com is like matchmaking for your supplements.
0: Yeah, that's what sort of
2: <laughs> <laughs> So that you can go there. There's, there's in the upper right-hand corner, there's the, the little magnifying glass icon. You click on that for a search. And, and I've programmed it with keywords so uh, you can put in a keyword if it's uh, macular degeneration or if it's uh, headache or whatever it is. Put in your keyword for symptom or condition or you're looking for an ingredient a nutrient you can put that in and, and it'll come up with some uh, some remedies to look at and then uh the the accelerated self-healing.com is is uh where we have the uh where we have the link so you can uh you can actually talk to us and we can go from there and that's, that's free.
0: Wonderful. I'll have those two websites on your podcast profile. Before we say goodbye today, Glenn, I would like to ask you a, a final question, the ending question. What three experiences you wish everyone to have before they lose the body, before they die?
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, one certainly would be that vision, that sense, that feeling of absolute knowing that you are part of everything, that you are connected, you're an essential part, you you are love and light and life itself embodied in this temporary form, this temporal form of the human body. So for the purpose of experience, for the purpose of growth, for the purpose of even making mistakes so we can learn from them, like say the, the only real mistakes are the ones we haven't learned from mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> So that's that's a good one. Um, the experience of healing, like going through a healing crisis is so amazing when you come out the other side with restored, renewed vitality, renewed function, restored function that was maybe long lost, uh, just gives the certainty of knowing that that suffering is not for nothing. There's a purpose to actually facing whatever suffering comes to us in our life is for the purpose of the growth of our spirit, which is the part that we do get to take with us. Having the, the certainty and the knowledge of that growing and learning process through healing is is very profound. Uh, and a third one, hmm, I suppose, uh, well, what comes to my mind from my intuition is just, just the knowledge of, of being loved, that we are loved, we are loved. We're not alone you know it's not just i am the universe the universe is me but but it's 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 a universe that's that's full of beings of light and love and we're here to love and serve each other to learn how there's there's certainly some of us that that we find easier to learn with and we want to you know keep them close uh, others we find easier to love at a distance so practice that uh, when, when i was going through uh <laughs> court processes, I, I had to say, well, how do I go in that room and love these people that are trying to lock me up for um, for years? No. And I no. said, well, okay. At the time, I said, well, the hardest person on the planet for me to love right now was, uh, at the time, the president of the United States. It was a Bush. And, and I said, okay. So I'd meditate on that, say, okay, I got it. I get it. We each of us, each of us, living beings, whatever state we're in, we're he- here for a purpose, for each other, to serve each other, and so we each play a role. And I don't want to play his role, so I have to appreciate him for making that sacrifice of playing such a role that that I find so, so confronting, so difficult to, to understand. And so I could go in, in, in and, and appreciate the judge and, you know, all the people in there. It's like, OK, thank you so much for playing this role. This is all all this theater for my benefit to learn <laughs> to grow. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: I love, love everything about you. Thank you so much, Glenn, for being open to life to this Absolute point. Absolute pleasure. It's beautiful. <laughs>
2: And not done yet. <laughs> ah, I know,
0: it. I know. So we'll talk soon. Take good care. And Thanks. thank you yes.
2: again
1: for your presence.
2: Aloha, Valeria. Bye for now. Bye. bye bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Glenn Swardout and his work, please visit accelerated dot com and remedymatch.com.